welcome to Worship on the Way to Work, a podcast about connecting with God in our workplaces. My name is Cara Martin. I'm a lecturer, speaker and author of the Workship books. My name is Stephen Field, Senior Pastor of Canterbury Baptist Church in Melbourne, Australia. Whatever work you do, whatever work means to you, let's take this moment to remind ourselves that God is with us. We are here to worship God, the God who is revealed to us in Jesus and the God who has sent His Holy Spirit to us so the life of God might flow from us. We start this day humbly, acknowledging that our thoughts, words and actions have not always been a true reflection of the light and life of God in our workplaces. And we start this day with hope, because God's mercy is new every morning and God promises us grace for each new day. Let's start by acknowledging God's presence. Thank you, God, creator of the world, that you have gifted us with your Holy Spirit. Help us today not to rely on our strength, but to look to you to guide our actions and our thoughts. Amen. Today, as we prepare to start our working week, let's hear the words of Psalm 129. They have greatly oppressed me from my youth, let Israel say. They have greatly oppressed me from my youth, but they have not gained the victory over me. Ploughmen have ploughed my back and made their furrows long. But the Lord is righteous. He has cut me free from the cords of the wicked. May all who hate Zion be turned back in shame. May they be like grass on the roof, which withers before it can grow. A reaper cannot fill his hands with it, nor one who gathers fills his arms. May those who pass by not say to them, The blessing of the Lord be on you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Our Bible reading for today is from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 23 to 33. Paul's instructions for the church in Corinth in dealing with a controversial issue of eating meat that has been dedicated to idols. Hear the word of the Lord. I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything. But not everything is constructive. No one should seek their own good but the good of others. Eat anything sold in the meat market without raising questions of conscience, for the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. If an unbeliever invites you to a meal and you want to go, eat whatever is put before you without raising questions of conscience. But if someone says to you, this has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it both for the sake of the one who told you and for the sake of conscience. I am referring to the other person's conscience, not yours, for why is my freedom being judged by another's conscience? If I take part in the meal with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of something I thank God for? 
So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Do not cause anyone to stumble, whether Jews, Greeks, or in the church of God, even as I try to please everyone in every way. For I am not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that they may be saved. I had been invited to speak at an inner city church on the good of work. Afterwards, the minister took me aside and asked if he could introduce me to his daughter, who was working for a prestigious management consulting company. He was concerned that she was struggling in her job and it was impacting on her faith. I met Louise and she was delightful, but there was a tightness about her face which I recognised. She was someone who was holding her outer self together. I asked her about her work. She explained that she enjoyed the work itself, but the workplace was becoming increasingly difficult. She felt there was a complete mismatch with her values and the values of the organisation. She was being encouraged to cut corners to save money, to overinflate good results and cover up or minimise bad results, and to convince clients to take on additional work that they didn't really need. Several times she had protested these directives but been overruled, and now her team did not trust her. She felt isolated and did not feel valued for the good work that she was doing. Increasingly, there was a sense that she was being squeezed out, made to feel so uncomfortable that she would have to leave. Would God want her to stay and fight, to make a difference for the clients who hired her? Was there a way of changing the corporate culture? If she left... Would that be removing Christian influence from the organisation? We talked for a while and I told her about my ultimatum in such situations. Stay, pray and persevere as long as you can, especially if you have good support. But if you feel the battle is impacting on your soul, the deep connection with God that keeps you grounded, then leave. It was at that point that she told me another point of pressure in terms of her work. She didn't want to disappoint her father, who'd been so excited about her getting the role. Leaving would impact on her career and the success he had invested in through her education. I was able to reassure her of his concern for her and encouraged her to speak openly with him. It is difficult for us if we are experiencing a toxic work culture like Louise. And as Christians, we may feel that pressure to persevere rather than leaving. The most important thing is to lean into God. There must have been a toxic culture at work in the Corinthian church, where Paul wrote to try and correct some of the issues reported to him. There was infighting and factionalism. There was sexual immorality and prostitution. They were trying to settle disputes outside the church. There was too much focus on their physical pleasure rather than God. There were chaotic church practices. And there was internal conflict over what to eat and drink, as we heard in our reading. Plus, they doubted Paul's legitimacy and authority. Paul's solution was to pray, to name what was wrong to name what was right, to take action to correct what was wrong, to remind them to imitate Jesus, and his exhortation at the end of the letter 
to be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Do everything in love. You can respond to a toxic workplace in love. Let's come to God in prayer. Wherever you are in this moment, whether on public transport or in your car or at your workplace, quiet your mind and focus your heart. And let's pray. You can respond to a toxic workplace in love. How did you respond listening to Louise and her story of being in a toxic workplace? Are there similarities with your workplace? Share your thoughts with God. told the Corinthians, be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, do everything in love. How do these words provide comfort in a situation of a toxic workplace? Now imagine God is with you right now. Maybe imagine God seated next to you asking, So, how's your week looking? What do you want to tell God about your working week ahead and particularly any new understanding about toxic workplaces? Dear Lord, you see the difficult situations we face as Christians in the workplace. You know the heartache we feel as we strive to be your person in those places. Please guard and guide those who are struggling. Give them the courage to face each day. Help them to know if it is time to leave. Be with those who are determined to stand for you in the midst of problematic places. Help us to know if the whole culture is toxic 
or if it's just our department, or if it is just us who is suffering. Help us to know if we have to change, if this situation is part of our sanctification. Help us to do as Paul taught, to pray, name what is wrong, imitate Jesus, stand firm in the faith, and do everything in love. Amen. Dave Benson from the London Institute for Contemporary Christianity has said that we should be wise doves in the workplace. He's taking the words of Jesus that we should be wise as serpents, innocent as doves, and mashing that together. But it can be a helpful image for a toxic workplace. We have to be on our guard, respond wisely, but also be transparently honest and loving and seek the peace. Why don't you make a picture of a dove, the screensaver on your computer or phone, to remind you of this attitude? We have heard the word of the Lord. We have been reminded that we can respond to a toxic workplace in love. We have come before God in prayer, bringing ourselves and our workplaces before Him. So now it's time to go to work. Go into your day confident that the presence of God is with you. Thank you for listening to Worship on the Way to Work. If you'd like to meet Kara and Stephen and be part of a community of people seeking to connect with God in their working lives, join the Worship on the Way to Work group on Facebook or LinkedIn. Links are in the show notes. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this episode, please share it with them now. To offer your support and show your appreciation for what you have received today, you can give at the details in the show notes. Now for the benediction. As you enter your working day, may the light and the life of God's Spirit dwell richly with you. May He guide you through this day, protect you from all that might bring you harm, and may you know God's peace. And remember, you can respond to a toxic workplace in love.